Hello, I am Gene Harmon, and you are listening to the Inheriting Heritage podcast. Freeman Tilden was the father of modern interpretation. This episode will cover his second principle, and if you missed the overview of Tilden's principles, go back and listen to episode three. Check out episode four if you missed his first principle. Tilden's second principle states, quote, Information as such is not interpretation. Interpretation is revelation based on information, but they are entirely different things. However, all interpretation includes information. End quote. That might sound a bit confusing, but interpretation is only the sharing of information, right? There is much more to it than passing on accumulated knowledge. Think of it this way. An interpreter can spout information all day long. But while informative, this information by itself will not add anything to the experience of a guest. I'm sure we've all watched a a TV show or a movie at some point with depictions of emergency situations and somebody fighting fires, right? The old TV show Emergency or Third Watch or the movie Backdraft. Oh, okay, I'm aging myself. But the point is, we have all seen the moment when the fireman opens the nozzle of the hose and the pressurized water streams onto the flames. Picture that for a moment. To be honest, this is exactly what some interpreters seem like, a pressurized fire hose. They have spent all this time, all this research, building up a wealth of information. When a guest asks a question, they just start talking spraying this long stream of information at the guest. Their enthusiasm to share every little thing they know overloads the mind of the guest, often far beyond answering the original question. The result? Very little is retained by the guest. Answer the initial question. In your wording of the answer, include tidbits which refer to other things, but gauge the guest's response, and do not flip the switch on the fire hose. Each interpreter has themes they have put together to address. Weave the conversation in those directions, but do not push the issue if the guest chooses another route. Accurate information is definitely not bad, but an information download is too much. Give a little here and there to whet the appetite of the listener. In the process, find the path which leads to the guest making a connection. Use the information bottled up to create a personal connection with the guest. You will not and should not share every tidbit you know with every guest. That is what makes each interaction challenging and keeps it interesting to the interpreter. Every guest does not want to hear the same exact thing every time. This would make it very boring to the interpreter as well. Guests become repeat visitors because of the experiences they have and remember. They bring other people back with them, or encourage others to visit for their own experience. They will keep coming back if that experience changes each time. Of course, there will be similarities based on your site, but that does not mean each encounter with the same individual will be the same. From the interpreter's viewpoint, it should not be the same. I lost count of all the times I was told by repeat visitors at a museum where I worked that they learned something new every time they visited. I even heard those words from other staff. Keep it new and fresh every time, and it creates an interest to return. They will wonder, huh, what will it be like next time? 
Not only does this keep it new and exciting for the guest, but also for the interpreter. It should never be repetitive or mundane, but a constant challenge to find new ways to present things, new ways to connect with people. Some will be happy with only one or two questions answered before they walk away, and that's fine. What they will walk away with is also knowing you are approachable and willing to talk if they want to inquire more. Others will talk and continue asking questions. These guests enable detailed conversations, but still be very careful of the fire hose. Keep your themes in mind, but remember, do not force them. The important thing is to talk about what the guest has an interest in. In many cases, this opens opportunities for the interpreter to learn from the guest. I have learned so much by keeping an open mind and listening as much as talking. Let's break down this principle. The first sentence says, quote, Information as such is not interpretation. End quote. I have been touching on this already. Having a wealth of information regarding different aspects of a site is important. Learn as much as possible in order to have it readily available in mental memory blocks. Study all of the cultural, natural, and historical aspects. This is important for the foundation of interpretation at any site. You must be able to converse outside the assumed limits of a presentation or program. Never consider research to be complete. There is just too much to know about any subject. I've always said that if you hear me ever say, I know it all, to please hit me with a 2 by 4 because I have lost my mind. The trick is being able to relate all of this stored information in a meaningful way. The second sentence of the principle states, quote, Interpretation is revelation based on information, but they are entirely different things. End quote. Revelation based on information is presenting the information in a way relevant to the guest. The challenging thing is no two guests will be the same, even within the same group. Pay attention to the guests in conversation and what they are wearing. Now, this latter may seem unrelated, but can really give you clues on their interests, sports, places they have been, history, hometowns. The possibilities are pretty endless. I had an interaction once with a guest wearing a Yellowstone sweatshirt. The character I was portraying had visited Yellowstone as a boy, so I used this connection to talk about traveling across the country, first by rail and then car, and finally staying at the Yellowstone Inn for a week. The travel days by car were even delayed due to dust storms. Another referenced the early days of hockey in the National Hockey League. Another interpreter overheard part of, the con part of this conversation and later told me, Look, I know you like hockey, but that's going a little out of character for 1930. Actually, not really. In 1930, there were 11 teams in the NHL, and it had been around since 1917. Do not restrict yourself to the basic information concerning what is apparent on the surface. Dig deeper, get well-rounded. It will make it more interesting to yourself and the guest. Information is just information. It becomes interpretation by how it is crafted, how it is made meaningful to others, and how it is made relevant and personal. The next sentence says, quote, However, all interpretation includes information, end quote. This last sentence may seem redundant, but it emphasizes that good interpretation comes from and is based on facts. 
It is sometimes necessary to fill in the empty blanks by using information garnered from research or from personal experience. An example of this is portraying a specific historical person. It is usually impossible to know personal mannerisms, especially with persona dating from before video was readily available. However, you can add your own personal touches. By making it more personal and natural, it comes across as more natural to a guest and not forced. With more modern characters, video or audio can be used to base mannerisms. All of this is information to be used to create interpretation. Use facts at hand, but learn everything possible. The forest is second growth hardwoods, so learn what you can about the logging industry. Local species are on the endangered list, so learn what pushed them this far. Cultural differences cause conflict, so dig deep and find out why. I did a project with a national park, and in the process I spent countless hours online researching and reading. In addition, I added 12 books on the area and its industries to my personal library. Good interpretation is founded on extensive research and creating a foundation of information from which to pull from, just not all at once. Consider this. The museum, park, or other site position held currently or in the past provided you with either previous research or direction on where to find more. Always dig for more. However, all of that thrown at you in the beginning was overwhelming, right? Several times I can remember thinking, there is no way I am going to remember this stuff. This is how the guest feels if at the mercy of an interpreter with a fire hose. While creating a draft of a tour program at a new site, I shadowed other interpreters and our manager on different tours. One day, my manager looked at me without warning and said, This one is all yours. Don't mess it up or you're fired. She then walked away. I ended up doing well and found the information I had been poring over came back during the tour. Of course, later ones became much better, but I cannot stress enough the importance of having the information background to create good interpretation. And do not be comfortable with regurgitating what has been put together by others before you. It means more if the information has been crafted by you into an interpretive product. In creating interpretive programs for others, I always reiterate to you to not use my work as a script, but to put yourself into it. Use it as a guideline to always build upon, improve upon. In the foreword of the second edition of Tilden's book, the French poet, journalist, and novelist Anatole France is quoted as saying, quote, Do not try to satisfy your vanity by teaching a great many things. Awaken people's curiosity. It is enough to open minds. Do not overload them. Put there just a spark. If there is some good inflammable stuff, it will catch fire. End quote. Conversation consists of input from both sides. This is an element which must not be left out of interpretation. Make it conversational. Make the guest feel a part of the conversation. This will increase their own personal experience and in the process, make it more memorable. Within your interpretation, any interpretation, <clears throat> there are two questions you must be able to answer for the guest. In answering, you develop the relevance which creates the connection. These questions are one, so what? And two, why does it matter? 
Inheriting Heritage provides interpretive consulting, interpretive training, and heritage interpretive programs. The programs are done in more of an interactive style instead of straight dissemination of information. Consulting ranges from fine-tuning existing programs to development of new ones. It is not era or subject specific, but geared toward the process of interpretation and how it can best be utilized at your site to engage guests. Interpretive training is based on Freeman Tilden's founding principles of interpretation and styled after the methods of the National Association for Interpretation. I have also been approached by members of the sales and marketing fields who are interested in adapting my training to improve the effectiveness of their respective staff. Qualified as a certified interpretive guide with the National Association for Interpretation, Inheriting Heritage LLC has developed and implemented interpretive programs at state parks, national parks, historic sites, and museums. Before I go, I would like to send a huge shout out and thank you to my wife, Amy. She has been a constant source of encouragement, pushing me to chase my dreams, and provided invaluable input. This podcast and my interpretive endeavors would not be possible without her support. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will listen next time to the Inheriting Heritage Podcast. This podcast was written and produced by me, Gene Harmon, manager of Inheriting Heritage, LLC. The music playing in the background is Wild Dew by Audio Result. The opening and closing music is Cantina Rag by Jackson F. Smith. If you have any questions or want to know more, please visit my website at inheritingheritage.com. Whether it is the natural world, our cultural world, or our historic past, it is a heritage which belongs to all of us, a heritage we have inherited together.